You're listening to Confident Chaos Podcast with Dr. Tiffany and Lawyer Lisa. Listen as we talk about anything and everything that you know to be your truth. In this episode, we're talking about WFH, working from home. Are you more productive, less productive? What are the pros? What are the cons? Uh, Lisa and I are just not work from home people, so we'd love to hear your thoughts on this one too. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 31, Confident Chaos Podcast. We are so happy to be back with you guys. It's been a little bit, Tiffany. We've had some stuff going on. I'm back. And she's back. We're so excited. And single. And single. Oh, okay. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Um, single, Ish. Tiffany. You're not really single, though. But we'll get back to that in a moment. It's spring, guys. Happy spring, everyone, as we carve ourselves into March and we are totally are we springing forward time change oh that's coming up I think it's uh beginning of April I need that to happen that's when it gets darker later later lighter earlier yes yes I like that spring forward right fall back fall back yeah Is that right Al spring because it stays lighter later right I'm looking and it gets it's darker in the morning when you wake up right Oh, I said lighter. Okay, yeah. so darker in the morning. But but we're losing we're losing 14th. time. March 14th. Okay, it's coming up, guys. I need that in my life. So one week after you guys hang out with us and listen to our episode, you will be springing forward. Forward. So we lose an hour. No, you don't lose an hour. You well, really I mean, do. At, at that night, yeah. The first night, yeah. yeah. And then it takes your kids a little while to get used to it, at least mine. They're like, what's going on? This doesn't make sense. But regardless of that, let's talk about something very important today. Even though we have been off air for a little while, there have been significant changes, I think, going on in the world and definitely going on in our personal lives that are going to make us better, stronger, more powerful people. You agree? Yes. Without a doubt, right? You don't even have to blink an eye by saying that, which is important. So one of the things that we are seeing now, which is, I don't know if you can say this is trendy or if this is just really what's happening now, is WFH. What? No, not that. Oh, no, not that F word. Working from home. Yes, yes. I feel like, what is this? A wheel of fortune, right? Wheel of fortune. Pick your letters. So um, working from home. And a lot of these large companies that we're seeing now, Tiffany, are actually moving from actual corporate offices where physical, you know, work is being done in a building to completely going remote. And some of these large companies are saying now, you know, statistically and all that, that regardless of what happens with the pandemic, this is going to be the new norm. Norm. I hate saying that word. I hate that this is the new norm. But what do you think about that? I have so many thoughts. I don't even know which way to go first. Um, I think that it's great for certain businesses and certain companies. And I think it's absolutely atrocious for others. I'll give you an example. Even within the world of medicine, a psychiatrist could very easily take care of someone remotely right they talk they don't really examine they talk people they talk exactly to people, right? yep yep I cannot do telehealth visits as a cardiologist I need to listen to your heart I need to do an EKG I have to take your blood pressure there's a multitude of things that I have to do so even within my own world of medicine there are some things that work and some things that don't I think you know people that deal with customer service on the phone for a living easily done at home I think HR though, type yeah stuff. I, I think though that there are certain things that must be done personally one-on-one or you know with other people and I know we've talked about it before but I think one of them is school I mean these kids need to be in school oh I yeah, think for sure and again it's just a personal opinion but 
it's just not the same. I mean, I saw it with my own son, and maybe it's just my son, but it's, it's just not the same. Like, no, he needs I, to be I, in a classroom, you know? It's not a trend. I think it's just the real world. And I think there's some pros and cons. Obviously, pros being that, you know, these companies save money on just rent and overhead and all of this kind of stuff. Cons, I mean, adults need to socialize too. And a lot of times, the our places of work are how we socialize day to day and become, you know, not weirdos. <laughs> I like the way so, you say that. <laughs> not weirdos. Yes. You know, and, and so I don't know. I think that, I think that we live on computers, we deal with social media and no one is like in real life anymore. And it's frustrating to me, like just very frustrating. This is what you see on Facebook and Instagram. I know we said this before is not real life, like interacting with people one-on-one that is real life. Well, working from home, I think, also could be described as, for me, working from hell. Not that my home is hell, but, I mean, it's impossible. It's impossible to work in my home, though. Me, too. For me, that would be working in hell. It's hell. It it was hell for me, and I don't mean that that's the case for everyone, but there's no specific location where you can just go and hide when your home is your workplace, is your playground, is your child care center, is your, you know, your fun social hour for your children. And then don't forget, you know, whatever time you want to spend with your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other, you know, there's zero boundaries. It's basically like you're just in this large room with no walls. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it I think it's person dependent. I am not the person that can work from home, which is be which is funny because um you know, other people would say otherwise because I work from home at night, but it's because my office isn't open. Like I'm getting, I'm playing catch up at night. It's not that I'm quote unquote working from home. No, it's, it's mommy works 80 hours a week working. (laughs) So I'm playing catch up, but I enjoy the routine of getting up, getting ready, going to work, doing my thing. Like I enjoy that. I enjoy getting ready for work. I enjoy going to work. I enjoy getting my Starbucks and sitting down at my desk. Like that's, you know, it's part of my routine. I'm a very routine person and that it's, you know, I like that. But I think most people are routine-oriented. Children are routine-oriented, and kids thrive in some form of a routine. You know, they know they need no, to get up. No, we know that. All kids thrive in routine. Ever. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. All kids. But when you look at adults, I'm going to give an example. In my practice, when we're talking about law, you know, when you're arguing on Zoom all the time, you're really missing out on that important element of interaction. So sure, you know, you can see images on a screen, you can see body language, but it's not the same as physically being like in the actual courtroom. Well, yeah, so you can't jump across the desk and strangle someone anymore. No, and I can't throw a book down on the floor, which I've done many times just to cause a distraction because nobody's listening to me. <laughs> so a book thrown on the ground. What, what am I supposed to do? Come up with some like background noise on a filter or something? I don't know. I mean, I, I read some articles too about how um, you know, we see some kind of discrepancies from a socioeconomic status, too, and, and those kind of – there was some, someone wrote something that those people that kind of have more capabilities, abilities, they have, you know, they come from a different socioeconomic status, they have better computers, they have better internet, they have better this, better that, then it can propel them even more because they're going to be more successful because they have those tools at their home, which that kind of makes sense, too. I mean, you need certain access. You need to be able to access the internet and – have a, you know, a computer that works well. And, you know, so I can kind of understand being in an environment where you can work from home. So what if you worked for a company and, you know, they want all their employees to work from home, but maybe you live in a small apartment and have multiple kids and it's not possible for you to work from home. So then you can't excel anymore because you can't do the job at home. You need to leave your home to go work. 
And I can understand that too. Yeah, but maybe those people need to find another job. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that, I think giving people the option is probably smart, you know, and then companies can still downsize, but have, you know, the option of having people come into the office if they want to, which I think it's, I think if you, if you surveyed 100 people, I think 50 people would want to work from home and 50 people would want to go into the office. I mean. You think so? Yeah, you think it'd be I do. split half yeah. and half? I do. I now, do. what do you think that split would be? Obviously, I know you're not an expert. I'm just asking your opinion because we're sitting here talking about what would happen now you think that 50 50 split is parents or non-parents I, uh, <laughs> whatever that is I don't non-parent. know I mean I have a lot of patients that that aren't married and don't have kids and they love working from home so I don't know I think it's a true 50 50 split to be if I'm being honest I mean I don't know how people can work from home I would love for people on like our Instagram or social media to tell us because I could not work from home I could not do I could not do it I could not do it I drive me crazy. A lot of people do. I mean, there's a lot of attorneys that are very successful that I work with that, you know, their home office is their home office and they don't leave the house and their children know you don't come in during these hours. They have obviously some form of childcare, nanny, you know, family member that's watching the children or whatever the case may be. And they're literally like they've turned their home into a proficient just, office. So feel, they say. I feel like going out to my office and obviously I have to go to the hospital that you can't do from home, but like going to my office and going to work gives me a reason to look like not a zombie. Like I've got to do my hair and oh, put on yeah. my makeup and, right. and, and put on a decent outfit. And, you know, I just feel like if I worked from home, I would just be a perpetual bum. Well, I think a lot of the people that we see on Zoom, you know, they're, what is it, like a suit coat on and then they've got pajamas on I just on the bottom know. half. I don't know. I just, it's not my personality, I guess. I mean, I think that's what it is. I think it's a personality thing. Like it's either your personality or it's not. Sure. Well, and I also think it's your ability to adapt. You know, can you adapt to a different situation than what you're used to? I mean, and I can adapt, but it's not my option. It's not what I want to do. I mean, I think adaptation, sorry, I'm eating gummy bears. You guys know they're my favorite. Adapting is one thing. Wanting to do it is something else. I mean, I could adapt to it during COVID and my office was shut down, but I don't want to do it still. I don't want to do it either. So I agree with you on that point. But let's look at it from a productivity level. You think productivity is the same working from home than it would be in an office environment where you are in a corporate building with all your corporate staff there, all your corporate documents, all your corporate clients meeting you there? You know what? If I'm being very honest, I think it, I think it boils down to employee happiness. I think when you have happy employees, you have productive employees. And so if those Agreed. employees want to be at home, I think they're going to be more productive at home. If you've got employees that do not want to be at home, they're not going to be productive at home. And then you have the bad batch of a-holes that are just never going to be productive because they're lazy bums. And so, so it doesn't matter where their environment where is. They are, right? <laughs> I mean, everyone, everyone that's listening knows someone that is in a workplace that acts like they are so busy when really they're not. Yeah, busy doing nothing. Busy Absolutely. doing nothing. Like, oh my God, I'm so busy, but I'm on TikTok all day. Yeah, <laughs> making all those videos. I love that. I, I Well, I'm not going to get into the lawyers that are on Facebook 24-7 yet. They've got lots of stuff going on in the office all day, working from home. That's a subject for another day. But let's look at the 9 to 5 schedule for a minute, Tiffany. Because your regular, I would assume, maybe I shouldn't say regular, the um, generalized work environment is set up in our society, nine to five. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I've never worked nine to five. I don't either. I have no idea what that means. Well, I would love a nine to five job. That is a statistic when you work, not for yourself. We're not talking about self-employed people. We're talking about you work for a company. It's generally nine to five. Mm -hmm. Nine to five or eight to five. Yeah. Okay. Eight to five. 
Don't you remember the movie with Dolly Parton? Working of course, it's my favorite five. song. Don't even get me started. Is it really? I know every lyric. Oh, I'm not a singer. You're a Did singer. Did you though. know that? I have that was such a sidebar. Good movie. Sidebar. I watched a Dolly Parton special on Netflix. Total sidebar. In that song where she's like, dun da da dun da da, and you start hearing, yeah. It sounds like a typewriter. It's her nails. Oh, her long. It's her nails. Her and it says crails. nails by Dolly Parton, like as an instrument. It's like. I didn't know that. It's not a typewriter. It's her nails. Real nails or fake nails? I mean, I'm sure they're acrylic. Yeah, they're probably fake. Not really. Yeah, no. You're not Dolly. No. It's a little different. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. So the traditional nine to five work environment is almost impossible when you fit that into somebody working from home. Think about working moms thinking about working dads, think about anybody that's working within the home, that flexible work schedule has got to be flexible. The nine to five is never going to work when you're at home. And I think if companies are going to switch to more of a remote type environment, they also need to look at the standardized stigma of a nine to five day because it's just not possible. It's not practical to get everything done in that time frame. Yeah, I've always kind of wondered, for instance, like customer service, right? For instance, I was calling to get my name changed on some of my certificates and diplomas. I want them reprinted with my, my correct last name now. Sounds silly, but I'm calling and they all close at five. They close at five. I'm thinking to myself, if you have 100 employees, why not have seven to four and eight to six or something and like have later and earlier hours for people where it's more convenient like don't you think you'd get one more done two have happier customers and three maybe do more business or maybe stagger your lunches so yeah. there's not like you the see what I'm traditional saying, though, like, i just feel like if hour? they're working from home why not stagger the hour some you don't have to pay rent to have your office open longer have air conditioning blah 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 why not stagger your employees hours some to have later or earlier hours and well who benefits from that the customer. The customer benefits, right? The yeah. person that's calling in happy that needs customers, their answer. Happy customers, happy business. Okay, or think about the people the that customer's are... customer's always right. Yeah, that are working, right? The people that are working their normal day, you know? And then they have other things, like most of us do, that have to get taken care of. Well, what are you going to do? Shove it into your lunch hour, skip your lunch, vomit while you're eating your food <laughs> so that you can get to the next meeting yeah. or whatever's going on. Not that I do that, guys. I don't vomit while I'm eating, but sometimes I feel like I want to vomit as I'm shoving food in my face. So I do get three meals a day, and I don't get cranky and hangry <laughs> at night you have a a frame in your house for hangry I do. don't you the I'm, definition I'm the of definition hangry. of hangry man oh. when I'm hungry it is freaking bad that's bad. like my oldest because I don't eat insane. a lot I don't eat a lot at baseline and so when I like go without when I start getting hungry it's I mean you need to feed me like aura like it's now. a problem yeah do you like break down and start crying that's what my daughter does no I don't break down and start crying I just yeah. get super bitchy well, yeah, imagine almost eight-year-old getting super bitchy. No, she's like morphs into a monster. It's like, it's really wild. But the flexible work schedule seems to me like that needs to be adopted if you're also going to use WFH as your new model. I don't disagree with for that. For corporate America, right? I mean, I just think if I was running a business and I have four employees and they're all working from home, I would have them, you know, like a seven to three or an eight to four and a nine to six. That's what I would do. So I'd have one extra hour in the morning, one extra hour in the afternoon, especially think about this. What about like people in different time zones? I was just going to get to that actually. You know, so I it, was just it helps with that. this whole time zone issue too. Because you need to be productive at all hours of the day and you, people need to have access to a company most I get of the time. I so excited when a company's not in our time zone so I know I can call them later on in the day. It makes me so happy. Oh, we're on Pacific. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I can call them at like seven o'clock at night. Yes. Well, <laughs> that reminds me of one of my clients who's in California 
and it's impossible for me to get him on the phone by five o'clock. Well, I know my five o'clock is not his five o'clock, so I get like a couple more hours of Heck time. Yeah. And I'm not like calling more him, companies you know. in on the West Coast. That's what I think. More companies that are operating on the West Coast. Yes. More clients that need us in Florida that live on the West Coast. Just, How about that? Just to benefit me. Well, patients, clients, income. No, my patients come in. You know, I have to have people come into my office. Well, I don't. For, I don't do telehealth. Not anymore. I cannot do telehealth for what I do. It ha- listen. The only way I can do telehealth is if I'm following up on like a symptom. Like, are you still having chest pain? Are you still having palpitation? Like, I've already examined them. I've already done all the tests. Or, like, I get second opinions. I have a second opinion from, like, Canada. So if I need to get a second opinion and they send me all of the documents they already have and I just review everything for a second opinion, that can be done telehealth. But what I do, I don't know how some of these doctors are still doing telehealth. Like, I don't know how you're an internist doing telehealth. A like, lot of people You need are. to take people's blood pressure. A lot of people How are. do you palpate someone's thyroid from a computer screen? I don't understand how these people are doing it. Well, do you think their licenses are going to be affected by this? No, because everybody – I just don't understand. Just clean your offices and be on time and, like, shoo out one patient before you put another one in and disinfect everything. It's not that difficult. And wear PPE, right? Yes. Every healthcare provider has, like, been vaccinated at this point. What are you concerned about? Every healthcare not everybody. has been vaccinated? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they wanted to be. Let me put it that way. There you go. <laughs> they wanted to be. Dr. Sizemore that I'm, I'm sitting next to, we did a whole episode on anti-vaxxers. Do you recall that? I'm not an anti-vaxxer. No, I know you're not, but the COVID vaccine is definitely a hot subject. Yes. In your your world. No, yes. I get it. I've written 12,000 letters this week about why my patients need their vaccines. I've literally just sat at my computer and hit reprint on letters all week and just changed names and dates and births well, so people not, can get their vaccine. I'm not a healthcare worker, but I, I want to get the vaccine. I want to get it. I feel like it's important. I can't get it right now. I have to wait for like phase three or something like that. Yeah. Because you already know I don't have the antibodies. Yes. So. Neither do I. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get sick. Al's I do got them. I do not want to get sick. I know Al's he pumped. Is. He's got antibodies. Came right to my office, sat down and drew those things. And I said, you're positive. He's like, oh, no, what does that mean? I was like, uh. You're positive. <laughs> you don't want to hear that ever. Uh, unless it's an antibody uh, test. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your laugh for the day, guys. <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> I want to read this article. This is serious. This isn't funny, but the COVID vaccine, having antibodies, you know, that's a big deal. So one of the articles that I read when we were researching for this uh, podcast episode, Tiffany, talks about the flexibility stigma. So there's actually a stigma related to the flexible work hour schedule. So it talks about in this article, our society is wedded to an industrial work complex of predetermined work hours. The flexibility stigma means that professionals are expected to arrange their lives to ensure unlimited availability to work, unencumbered by family responsibilities. By doing more at home doesn't mean that you're doing less at work. What do you think about that? I think you work for a company and you do whatever the company tells you to do because you work for the company. That's what I think. Here's another line from this amazing article, which I, I mean, know you're going to support. I'm just saying, like, you don't get to have an opinion. You work for the company. So either go do your own business or find a company that works for your life. But you don't get to take a job knowing it's 9 to 5 and then complain about the fact that you don't have child care. Like, you knew it was 9 to 5 whenever you took the job. So find a job that provides child care. Find a job that provides child care, has the hours you need, is flexible that you need. But I just, what bothers me is people take a job and then complain about the job that they accepted, knowing what the hours were whenever they signed up. But that's why it's called a stigma, because people sometimes take those jobs thinking that maybe that particular work schedule, which is the norm in corporate America, will not apply to them. 
Well, I don't, I, I mean, how do you change what, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't people know how you fix that. that. People, I don't know how you fix that. Look, I hear people all the time that come into my office and I'm trying to schedule appointments for them to come in because I like to do face-to-face, you know, we don't do full PPE, but wear a mask and come into my office. I don't want to have 25 conversations with you and 60 emails about the one line that you left off of your financial affidavit, which, which will determine, by the way, if you're going to be a recipient of alimony or not. That's kind of important for me. Yeah. And for the client, I would imagine. So they come in and then they're like, well, I can't take off. You know, I have to come in at 530 to your office or yeah. or I have to come in at, you know, so 7 a.m. Well, why are you expected to manipulate your schedule because of their problem? Well, I don't understand well, this. Well, I don't, though, Tiffany, but I think, well, I don't think I know because I hear this from my clients. They get frustrated and annoyed that I'm not going to manipulate my workday okay. to meet their needs. Then with all due respect to you, they should find a lawyer that will. Well, some of them do. Okay. But and that's I'm okay. happy. I welcome that. That's that. fine. I welcome right? that. I mean, look, I, I, look I'll, I'll give you an example. What I do in my, in my job, in my, you know, in my office, yep. I don't know what in the hell I'm going to be doing in June. So when I see someone in March and I say, I need to see you in three months, and they're like, oh, we're going to schedule on the way out? No. I'm not going to schedule on the way out because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing in June. You have no idea what the hell you're doing in June. I might die before June. I don't know. So I don't schedule. It's always a possibility. I don't schedule anyone's appointments until the month of their appointment. So in, I, I, we calendar them on Google. Like I'll say Jean Smith. Jean Smith needs a follow-up in three months. On our Google calendar, the first Monday in June, I'll say call Jean Smith for follow-up visit. To schedule her appointment. To schedule her appointment. Because that cuts down on no shows it cuts down on like me me being sporadic like having to move people around like oh my god I I didn't know Harrison had something at camp that I need to be at or blah 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 and I have to rearrange people because no one wants to be canceled from their doctor I don't want people no showing so it 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 makes the schedule a lot better I don't know why everyone doesn't do this like why are you booking I have no idea what in the hell I'm doing two weeks from now so I sure as hell don't know what the hell I'm doing in June I don't know how people do this well I can speak a little bit to that I'm not in the medical field, but, you know, I have to schedule dates for court in advance. We have to, you know. And that's different. You have to. It's, it's someone else's rules that you're having to partake you're in. You're correct. Yes. You're correct. But that's not the case with mediations. So if I'm going to schedule a mediation, you know, that's by agreement of the parties as long as I'm not under a court order. Right. And I have cases where if I don't get a date on the calendar in the next three months, I know I'm not going to get a date for six or seven months right. because the parties are going to go AWOL. God knows what's going to happen to the other attorney. And who knows if we're going to have the same judge or not. Right. So some things, you know, for but me, you're correct. You I have mean, to have it scheduled. But it's about date. knowing, like, I don't. It's it's knowing what you do, knowing your field, and knowing what works, right? I mean, of to, to be sure, you're not going to schedule a mediation next year. I mean, no, I don't do that. Yeah, no, I mean, no. the you farthest know, had, I'll schedule is three months out. Yeah, it's some reasonable time frame, right? Right. But but you have to think about you have, not and I don't mean this in a in a bad way, but you have very less things to to schedule out than I do. Every single patient in my office has to be. scheduled Oh, you're out. right. No, you're right. Every single one. So I can't. I. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I have <laughs> no idea. Your, your calendar is just like X'd out like every Liter- day yeah, waiting li- for somebody to schedule. Literally yeah, every no. patient that walks out of my office has a follow-up visit. I, 90, 95%, right? Right. Sometimes I don't need to see you. Everything's fine. 95% of people that walk out of my office need a follow-up. What do you do? <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I don't know. So that we just calendar them and it, 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 and it but, works. But listen to what you said. You're saying that you calendar them during the month that they need to have a follow-up. Mm-hmm. So you're almost reminding, and your staff is reminding yourself when that appointment's going to be. So you kind of are giving them a little bit of a ballpark. Yeah, no, we ballpark them, but I just don't do it more than, like I said, a month away. I, I My calendar's updated month to month to month to month. So my month of March right now, the only calendar that's open right now is March. My April calendar, I won't even do until mid-March. Like it just says call, 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 and that's it. Because I don't know. I don't know my hospital schedule. I don't know my life schedule. I don't know my schedule with the law firm. I don't, I don't know anything. 
Right. I get I get mediations with a law firm scheduled June yeah. 12th. Like, what the hell? Yeah, and you just don't know. just popped up on my calendar out of nowhere. I understand. So I can't work June 12th because there's a mediation. Right. No, I get it. I get it. But I do think some jobs, they have to schedule, you know, yeah. out. But I don't know if you remember this, but I found this, this article that I'm reading from, which I'll quote in just a second. We talked, I don't know if it was December or November. I don't think it was 2021. Remember how we talked about there were, there's statistics out there and there's journals that have been written that say working moms are more productive and that their children usually thrive in a more successful environment by working moms. So we haven't actually quoted the article that wrote that, but I found in this article when we were researching WFH, we'll just leave it at that. I kind of think that opens up the door for some memes. So this article is called Remote Work is the Cruel New Ally in the War on Working Moms, which was written March 2nd, 2021. And it says in here, talking about flexibility stigma, research study after research study shows that working mothers are more productive, effective leaders, and contribute to business outcomes. What do you think about that? Wait, say that again? Working moms? Working mothers are Uh more productive, effective leaders, and contribute to business outcomes. I mean, why wouldn't any of that be true? No, I'm just asking what you think about that. I know, I think it's true. But why, I mean... That's based on society? You think it's based on society, or do you think it's just based on women being able to juggle more things and uh, multitask more effectively. I think. I think it's just because we multitask better. Sorry, men. I'm not trying to like rain on your parade, but there is not a man I have been with to date that can multitask the way I can. Not one. Oh, I agree with that one. Not one. I don't think anybody Sorry, exists. Sorry, everyone listening. I don't think wink, exists wink. on the planet people that can multitask Mm-mm. like you and I. Mm-mm. I don't see it. Mm-mm. Sorry. I know it's a little bit arrogant to say, but it's probably the truth. And I, I think everybody that we're around would probably agree. Yeah. <laughs> I say that laughing, but I, I know it's true. One of the things that drives me crazy now that we're talking about, you know, work, family life balance, remote, WFH, all of that stuff. You know, I don't work from home. I can't. But, and we struggle with this too. The whole concept of the nine to five, you know, stigma of the work hours. Then you have the people that are choosing to work from home but then everybody wants to have their, you know, their virtual happy hours, you know, like um, cheers with your glass and all that. Not interesting. During times that are not appropriate because parents that are juggling 9 million things during the day are also juggling 9 million things in the evening too. So does that mean we get to miss out on all the fun happy hours and events and, you know, whatever I mean, we live in South Florida, so on? who the hell is still doing that in South Florida? Because last time I checked, you can't move on Las Olas. <laughs> I can confirm that. <laughs> well, you can move in some places. I don't know. Almost. I did that a but few times with my friends for med school, and it was cool. And I thought it was going to, like, take off. But at the, I, I truly think at the end of the day, people just want to be around people. They like, want to socialize. In person. Yeah. In per- like, I look forward to getting dressed up and going out with my friends and going to dinner. I mean, probably going to do it tonight. I- Tonight's what? Tuesday? Yeah. I don't oh. have my son on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so. Oh, are you going to do a whole episode on that? Sure. The new Tiffany Sizemore time-sharing sure. schedule now that you are divorced? Sure. Officially divorced? There's a lot of people in the news right now, big celebs too, that are getting divorced. A, a lot of them are getting divorced. Kim Kardashian's getting divorced. I mean, did, did any, you know that? Did anyone like, um, are we supposed to be surprised by that? Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? Are we surprised? Oh, that was going to be forever. That was a marriage. I mean, she wears a latex glove. For a suit, like for a dress. Oh, I saw that. So does her sister. Yeah, but that was for Fashion Week in Paris. I don't she was care. at Kanye West's show. You're wearing show. a latex glove. The whole outfit. 
And so did her sister, too. I mean, listen, whatever. I, I mean, I, 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 you know me. I'm not a Kim K hater. I think she's a freaking genius. You're not a Kim K hater? Hell no, I'm not a hater. Okay. That woman's a genius. Are you kidding me? And she's very well-spoken. If you've ever seen her in interviews, extraordinarily well-spoken. She's no dummy. That woman's a damn genius. Good for her. The whole freaking family. All of them. Good for them. Their show's not going to be continuing. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't hate. Listen, that's not, I, I don't, I don't want to be that, but I don't hate on it. Good for them for making tons of money. More power to them. Well, this is her, this is her third marriage. Fourth. And? I can't remember. Third, fourth. I'm over here like, and? I can't remember. Well, I was wondering. I can't, I can't talk on that. I'm not, I'm not going to. Oh, talk. God, I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh. Hey, you know what? <laughs> when you get married and you get divorced and you get married again that shows to me tiffany that you believe in the power of love and you are probably beyond song is it maybe but you know what else it means you are a repeat customer at hanukman law (laughs) (laughs) well i hope i'm not not you you're not my client but you know like the gold card for the repeat customer you know i don't you know i told you i don't think my first marriage counts it does I know, but in my head it doesn't. But it was a legal marriage, and it counts. What, would, what did you say? The what of love? Power of love. I'm you believe in the power of love because even though you had your heart broken and you ended a marriage, you continue to believe in love. I knew it was a song. Is that Celine Yes. Dion? Oh. I don't know all the words. Are you going to sing it too? That would be great, I think, if well, you actually started Celine. singing. That's someone that wants to be Celine that's singing That's a song. cover? Yeah. Okay, stop playing already. Jesus. You got to turn that off. <laughs> I can't listen to that. It's giving me a migraine. I really don't know if a lot of people actually listen to that song now anymore. Now it's going to be stuck on my phone as like part of my Apple music. And every time I hear it, I'm going to think of Lisa and her. You're a repeat customer at Hanukkah Law. It's true, though. It's true. And you probably believe in prenups, too. Oh, yeah. Not you. Yeah. Speci- well, I mean, I, I know. Heard, I, know I, you, I had a prenup with him. I know you do. But I'm just saying you believe in prenups mm-hmm. because when you've been through that horrific experience sometimes one time and then you repeat it you want to try to learn from your mistakes and move on you know what for me it's not even it sounds messed up that's not even what it's about for me it's like you ain't getting my business I'm I built this and I built my business and I built my money and you're not getting it it has nothing to do with like you know I've been through it like no no no. you're just not getting what I built professionally not happening not happening that's also and for the other party too it's your brand yeah it's your blood sweat and tears and it's everything you've worked your butt off your Mm -hmm. whole life to support Mm -hmm. and support for your family so why would you want to just put it on a silver platter and give it to someone not else? Not interested. We're just talking. This isn't legal advice. I'm not giving legal advice. This is just a conversation between two professionals, just in case anybody is. All right. So listening. let's let's say let's. Um, I, I would like some input from you guys on the whole working from home thing, pros, cons, what everyone thinks. I'm not a work from homer. I can if necessary, but it isn't under absolute necessity. I'm kind of curious to see what people think. I want to know, and if you are a successful working from home person, whether you're a parent or whether you have no children, I want to know how you make it work because possibly what you're doing could be successful tips, tricks for someone else that's trying to do it. But I can't. No, no, I'm not. No, no. I I feel like, you know, I just had an idea, Al. I feel like, you know how some radio shows, like the two hosts – um, they have some kind of competition or something, and the loser has to do something. We should start doing that. A competition? Yeah. I don't know what, but I just, for some reason, I thought it'd be a great competition for either me or Lisa to have to dress in all latex. Oh, God. <laughs> I would never dress in all latex. I don't care what 
Halloween, Catwoman, sexy Catwoman, all black. Like, no. Where it's like you have to peel it off like it's a no. piece of saran wrap. No, I don't find that sexy either. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's sexy on anyone. I mean, you have to be a effing stick to pull that off. Yeah, but Kim K's not a stick. Yeah, but she's like, I don't know. I don't I'm know. not going to trash talk the woman. She's like a bajillionaire. Good for her. Yeah, and her whole family. Mm-hmm. So we need you guys to send us some input. We need to know what you think about the whole WFH. WFH. Almost said something else there. WFH movement and whether corporations should make this shift toward more companies basically downsizing and allowing more employees to work from home. And also, what are the pros and cons from working from home? And what do you think the advantages and disadvantages are? And my biggest question is, are you more productive? Yes or no? Okay. You, you guys know our Lisa answers. Lisa Honickman has given everyone a task, and she expects you all to follow through on the task. Yeah, I because do. Because she's Lisa Honickman. That's right. And she right. will not leave you alone until you answer. You're 100% <laughs> correct. You can ask my sisters. They've been texting me all morning about this. If, I, if you've been assigned a task, you have to follow through. Ah, yes. Right? Very true. I think that's important in life. Yeah. That's, that's why I was running late today. That's why I was running late today. I had to do some stuff for patients, and it was my task. I had to follow through. And you were multitasking, and you're damn good at it. Thank you. You as well. Appreciate it. I try. Everyone stay healthy. And stay grounded.